So what's your opinion on- Do you money? A lot of people wanted me to do that. The, this two videos we just saw? Yeah. Well, good luck to him because whatever he made off that, he's not going to be- No. Thanks, ugly dad. He's not going to make it anymore. That was terrible. Thanks, ugly dad. I mean, I'm pretty open-minded, so I like some of these people. I think they have a future. This guy, number one, he's not that attractive. Number two, he's not. I mean, he's just not that attractive. And then all he wants to sing about is dumb stuff. Almost like both. I, I don't know how to even say it. He's singing like pornographic stuff. And who just wants to sit? I mean, I guess if he has an audience for it, good luck. I would never listen to that. And I'm so I mean, I like final, somebody, final opinion. See you money. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. No, 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 he's one of the worst, you have shown me, I spent that check on my neck, I got your bitch and she wet, nigga please don't disrespect, my niggas ain't gripping them texts, I pull up and pick up that check, I go to your crib with my dick and your sister, your bitch on my line, I pull up and I drill it, don't DM me nigga, don't hit me on Twitter, damn, I am the Let's go, admit it, go. you already know who it is, giving you the hottest defined news from the eyes of a DJ and the mouth of a burger. It's Friday, September 23rd, and we're eating. Let's get it. My pockets look empty. You niggas and bitches are relevant. I need me that check, I pay hella rent. My pockets thicker than the elephant. I do this rap shit for the hell of it. 2016, bitch, I could have been president. Bitch, I'm the shit I came up in, it's evident. Don't call me brother, no, we are not relatives. You niggas are snakes, yeah. Let's freaking fake, get it. It is Freaky yeah. Friday, and let me tell you, we are getting mighty, mighty freaky. We had to switch up the intro as we normally do on Fridays. On Fridays, we get to say, fuck the podcast law, and we just get straight on into it. How about that? So we got some bangers coming up. At the end of the podcast, we are going to keep this thing brief as I know everybody is ready to get out into the sun. I know I am. So let's talk about some NFT news. I love to see the top sold NFTs, but I feel like if I just talk about that, then that's kind of cheating, no? I don't know. You tell me. And you can do that on Twitter, at Soggy Margin. Number one is the Board Ape Yacht Club. Don't care. Number two, Mutant Ape Yacht Club. Again, don't care. Number three is so rare with $666,000 in volume. It's not important because of that number, but it's important because it is crushing NFL all day, which is coming in at number 10. Now, that still is $420,000 in volume. Talk about some numbers. Wouldn't be surprised if that was just wash trading. That's weird. 666 and then 420 for the sports NFTs. Okay. Very interesting. Number four, getting back on track, is a Solana NFT. So it looks like Solana is gaining some ground today on Helions. Never seen those, never heard of them. Quite frankly, not in a rush to find out with all of the stuff we are doing. And that might have something to do with the Helium merge, but right now I am reading article after article submitted by the government, and then I also have to work on my SWE documents because that's another blockchain coming out using Move. So we'll see what's going on with that. Either way, we'll have some documents for that. So, digging on deep, 
to the top sold NFTs. It's all board apes. Uh, the top one is a board ape with some laser eyes. Laser eyes seem to be a common thing. And then the angel crown coming at number two. So the top NFT sold for 133 Ethereum or 176,000 US dollars. Okay, so getting on into the market, we have a crazy amount of liquidations today, $142 million. But looking at the trades, we're, we've got longs across the board. Long at $19,000, 100 Bitcoin or $1.91 million at today's price. Then we also have another long right below that at 18990 it's 90 Bitcoin, and it's long at $1.71 million. So that's not really really too much. I mean, it's not like it's a lot of money to look at, but it's something. So JP Morgan just voiced doubts over Ethereum's future post-merge. Like I said in my yesterday's podcast... These guys own so much Ethereum. The Rothschilds bought Ethereum at about $1,200 and we're getting close to that cost basis. I'm sure JP Morgan wants to buy in at the same levels. So I'm not worried about any bearish news they say. JP Morgan's one of the sketchiest. Next to Goldman Sachs, they're both sketchy ass banks. Okay, so Singapore's largest bank expands crypto trading services for its 100,000 clients. Now, this is this has been a pretty rapid move by Singapore as they are one of the financial hubs in the world. So, speaking of cryptocurrency legislation, let's talk about the reports that came out of the Department of Treasury pursuant to Executive Order 14067, ensuring responsive, responsible development of digital assets. You can find this whole deal on the Department of Treasury website. If you would like to just see C-Money's edited version, which isn't really edited, it's more so just stripped. I just took out some fluff. I think this article right here is a really good onboarding paper. I really do. They talk about proof of work. They talk about proof of stake. They talk about wallets. They talk about the risks the risks of different exchanges. They talk about literally everything. And I was shocked. I really was. I did not expect them to be this knowledgeable because they even had terms down to flipping NFTs, they're calling them flippers, and they're completely aware of market manipulation, and some of these stats in here are just completely crazy, so we're going to go through and try to do a speed run. If you want to get the whole thing, like I said, you can find it on my Twitter, at Soggy Margin, but let's go ahead and get on into it. Okay, so they think that the United States regulatory and law enforcement should be vigilant to cryptocurrency crimes. Very easy to say, but they talk about a lot of things that companies cannot do. You cannot just register with a financial center or 
a state as a MSB or money transmitter does. You cannot absolve a centralized exchange out of other relevant legal obligations. Any activity with U.S. residents involving crypto assets that are derivatives or securities falls under the jurisdiction of the CFTC or SEC. For example, if a SEC offers trading of crypto assets that are securities and operates as an exchange, as defined under federal securities laws, then the platform must either register with the SEC as a national securities exchange or qualify for an exemption from a registration. So yeah, basically these guys aren't supposed to be playing around. Rest in peace to DeFi in this report. That's what I get from this report. The scope of future tokenized crypto asset activities is pretty nuts because it's small compared to what it could be it's it could potentially get very large it could actually hold in custody the depository trust and clearing corporations money which is over 70 trillion u.s dollars then it also could hold the assets under management across different as asset classes in private markets, which isn't, it's about $9.8 trillion according to the government. I thought that was pretty interesting. So they went on to talk about NFTs. They said NFTs have a broad range of uses. They didn't expect these NFT JPEGs to really be around, but they definitely talked about them. They said NFTs have become one of the most used segments of the crypto asset ecosystem. However, the legal rights conveyed by NFTs are often unclear, raising issues that courts may have to resolve in the near future. NFTs may enable new methods for artists to transfer or sell their works in digital form, but may also introduce new risks for artists. An NFT can be designed to include a built-in royalty system such that the content creator can earn a profit each time the NFT is resold. Participants in the NFT space include content creators, consumers, investors, and users. That's everybody. You know, that's, 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 this is me talking. That's everybody. So, really nuts. They say a, a vast majority of the NFT transactions are at the retail level, defined as trades less than $10,000, making the NFT space more retail-driven than overall crypto asset markets. Guys, I don't even own over. I don't own a $10,000 NFT. There's not too many NFTs that just have a stable floor over 10,000. So that's an interesting thing to say. These are very new. I mean, I think they were thinking NFTs were created in 2019. When were NFTs created? Oh, man. 2017. Yeah, it was back in 2017. By them boys, Yuga. So, it's pretty interesting, though, because approximately $40 billion worth of crypto assets are estimated to have been sent to major NFT marketplaces in 2021. And more than $37 billion as of May 1st, 2022. So that was just the third month. 
almost beat out the entire last year. However, more recent industry figures suggest that NFT transactions volumes have been declining, which we know to be true. I hit the vape pen too hard. One second. And the chair from hell is getting me. Oh, man. Double whammy. So they had some recommendations. Recommendation number one is enabling the recording and verification of transfer transfers of real estate ownership. That's a big one, but to me, it doesn't really seem important unless you're in a place where it's indigenous, where land rights come into question often. Right now, the system we have for dealing with real estate could be more inclusive. I, don't, I think it is a little bit ridiculous that we need to use Redfin and you need to be a broker to see all the houses on the market. That's stupid, in my opinion. Moving on, number two, facilitating automatic royalty payments for music and film. We love NFTs. We have a episode called Music NFTs, which really pairs as a legality episode, as we recently just talked about, because nobody really knows. We're kind of all just waiting for this platform, and the person to build the platform is going to be like the robber baron of crypto. They're going to be a pioneer. The third recommendation is preventing duplication and other counterfeits in the tilting of other property and consumer goods. That's a tough one to do on open source code. Fourth is enabling more digital credentials, including identification, licensing, and certification. That would be interesting to have a NFT driver's license, an NFT forklift permission. I think that's very interesting, especially because it's non-immutable. You know, a lot of times you have to pay money to get your stuff renewed, but if you just had a tag, like a RSC tag, somebody could just scan it. Now, I don't want to be the guy to say, hey, put that in your body, but people are doing that. But, you know, we've seen tile, and that's like a GPS tag. I'm sure you could just carry around like a little RF tag that had a, a code in it. So you also could facilitate legal compliance in the financial industry. Basically, freeze people's funds. That's a, that's a fancy way of saying freeze people's funds. <laughs> I can't believe that was one of their recommendations, but really they have been overwhelmed with scams. In 2021, the IC3, which I'm not even sure who that is, received 34,000 complaints. That's nuts. The complaints increased 600% from $246 million in 2020 to more than $1.6 billion in 2022 alone. The Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, or the CFPB, had 2,404 public crypto asset consumer complaints in 2021 compared to 983 in 2020. That's an increase of 140%. As of July 15, 2022, the CFPB has had 900 complaints. Year to date, 
and 1,870 published complaints in the prior 12 months. So they're just skyrocketing, skyrocketing right now, completely skyrocketing. The Federal Trade Commission had more than 46,000 reported incidents of fraud between January 1st, 2021 and March 31st, 2022. How do you respond to 46,000 complaints with more people claiming losses that exceeds $1 billion? Cryptocurrencies alone represented 24% of all fraud-related losses reported to the FTC during that time period more than any other payment method. The median value, so 2.8 billion of this total came from a relatively new but increasingly common scheme known as a rug pull, which is interesting because I copied and pasted 1 billion, so I guess there's more money somewhere. I don't know where these numbers are coming from. Okay, so in total they're saying $14 billion got stolen. One review of documents produced for 1,450 digital coin offerings found 271 with red flags that included plagiarized investor documents. They were just copy and pasting. Huge ICO issues that they were talking about. Like I said, really dig on deep to learn more about this article. It's very interesting. And it'll definitely, it'll definitely teach you about the bank. Researchers at the Federal Reserve argued that the collapse of a crypto asset platform and the resulting loss of comparable customer funds could be comparable to a 21st century version of Friedman's Savings Bank. I encourage everybody to learn what Friedman's Savings Bank is. It was a bank, kind of giving you some Notes, it was a bank in the African-American community back in the Civil War days when, you know, they had like different currencies for the North and the South and everyone had their own currencies and basically it was a bank run. And then what happened was, was people lost everything overnight. You know, they just stole their money. And so from then on, they think, the government's eyes thinks that There've been a pop there's been a population that just doesn't trust the banks. Now I think that this 16% or the bankless population tend to be drug addicts or people with mental health issues, people with home issues, but I don't wanna I don't wanna completely say that. Maybe it is people scared of the government, but you honestly can't sign up to a lot of jobs without having a bank account. So, that's going to do it. I really hope you read this document over the weekend. We will be breaking through the last article. And then by Friday, next Friday, we will have an outline of the issues we see with privacy in cryptocurrency today. Which may be few. You know, we could, just because they say that's what we have to talk about, we could definitely highlight the positives today. You know, they could, everybody wants to hear something negative, but to provide light on something positive could be huge. Well, 
that's going to do it. From all of us here at Web3TV, I'm C-Money, and don't just have a great day, have a DeFi day. Peace. Ain't a new stick, I ain't never met Bring a chalk stick on a private jet You ain't bad shit